the 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 breakdown. Listen, um, it's the honor of my life to stand with you in this in this moment, and thank you for even giving me just a few minutes to see you and to tell you that I love you, and that the nation and the world sees you and sees your pain, and people all around the world have cried and have held each other because of the despair of what happened just a few feet behind us. And I'm not here to preach, but I do want to share just a few important points. The first thing is, I do need you to understand that even though Buffalo sometimes feels very isolated, the eyes of the world are on Buffalo right now. And people are really, pastors and imams and Leaders around the world are thinking of you and praying for you. And I hope in some way, I hope you feel that strength on the inside. The second thing I want to tell you is that the man who did this is a coward. And I need you to understand that it wasn't an act of strength. It was an act of cowardice. And at the root of white supremacy and bigotry is cowardice. And so I understand, and I'm not here to talk you out of the fear that many of you are feeling. I hugged many of you who told me, Sean, it's hard for me to go get groceries. Not only because there is no longer a grocery store in this community, but it's just painful to actually go and shop for them, knowing what just happened in this place. But I need you to understand that the man who did this at the root was a coward. He is not as strong as the weakest among us. And so we do not need to fear because we are stronger not only than him, but stronger than white supremacy. Now let me say a hard thing that I can say because I'm flying back home tonight. There are leaders in Buffalo and leaders in Albany and leaders in Washington, D.C., who are going to try to make you think that listening to you is all they need to do. Listen, it's okay to be heard, but from this city's city council, to your mayor, to the governor, to the state legislature in New York, to President Biden, to the Senate and the House, it's not enough to say that you are disturbed and you hear the pain and feel the pain of this city. There is deep change that actually has to happen here. Here's the third point. Here's what we need to see from the city of Buffalo, from the state of New York, and from our federal government. Show us the budget that you have to confront white supremacy. Listen, thank you for your thoughts and prayers, but we actually want to see your budget 
to confront white supremacy. Because we are told year after year that the greatest threat to the safety and security of America is not radical Islam, but is white supremacy. So if white supremacy is the greatest threat to the safety and security of America, show us that in your budget. We want to see your budget. That's for Buffalo. We want to see in the police department's budget. I have to say this, but police two blocks over treated me and a group of others of us like shit. 20 minutes ago. We want to see in the budget of the police department of the Erie County Sheriff's Department, show us where you care about white supremacy in your budget. Show us your actual plan. Show us the staff that you've appointed to investigate and confront white supremacy in this city and in this county. Otherwise, we don't believe you. To our governor, who knows this place well, show us in your budget how you care about white supremacy. Show us the staff that you have recruited and hired to confront white supremacy. Listen to me. Otherwise, it's all talk and lip service. Unless you have the budget, the staff, and the plan, it doesn't matter. Listen, it's a good thing to have the President of the United States visit this place. All right. And let me say this. He's a man that has experienced grief. When he was nearly 30 years old, he actually lost his wife and kids. His son died not that many years ago. He understands grief, and many families told me they did get to meet him, that he gave a loving touch to them. But I'm telling you, President Biden, if you actually care about white supremacy, show us your staff that you've appointed to confront white supremacy in this country. What are their names? Where are their offices? If you actually care about it, show us in your budget that you submit where you're confronting it. It is not enough to tell this city you care. I'll close with this. Dr. King said that budgets and we need to understand this point, that budgets are moral documents. Hear me, budgets are moral documents that show your integrity or lack thereof. Budgets are moral documents that show your priorities. And what we've actually experienced in this country is a country that continues to tell us that they care about white supremacy, but does not put it in their budget, does not put it in their staff, and does not put it in their plans. And had they done right by us, after another coward walked into a church in Charleston and slaughtered nine people 
who also saw him and knew he was peculiar, just as they did at Tops. Folk had been seeing that man and knew something wasn't right at Tops. But because our nature is trusting, folk accepted his presence. But if this country actually cared, after Charleston, there would not have been a buffalo. If this country actually cared, after Charlottesville, there would not have been a buffalo. If this country actually cared, after a thousand white folks stormed the Capitol, there would not be a buffalo. We are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we are at the point, and this city is at the point. This is what I've heard from each of you. Thank you for your thoughts and thank you for your prayers, but what are your plans? Hear me. Whatever hard thing we need to do or say, I have your back. And there are millions of people around the country that have your back. Let's push like Buffalo's life depends on it. Hear me. This is life or death, right? No, we talk that talk. This is life or death. This man killed our grandmothers, our great grandmothers. This man killed our elders. It's time for us to act like our lives depend on it. If you believe that, say amen. God bless you, Buffalo. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone.